All I'm going to say is that I was down in St. Elmo here in Chattanooga yesterday, and there was a swarm of bees down in St. Elmo. So apparently they're happening everywhere. Isaiah, thank you for that one. We'll talk to you a little bit later for another update on the social roundabout. Right now, we're going to bring in one of our experts here at Freight Waves. We've got JP Hampstead joining us to talk a little bit about what's going on between Convoy and DAT. And JP, I had this in my headlines yesterday because it's kind of like a convoluted legal battle going on, right? Lots of back and forth. But ultimately, right now, what happened is that a judge has said, Convoy, okay, you're good with your claims. DAT, you got to take them out and rework them. Yeah, so this has been a uh, legal showdown that's been years in the making. Um, but basically what happens is that DAT is suing one of their customers, um, Convoy, uh, saying that they breached their contract and that they um, took uh, trade secrets, um, some proprietary data from DAT. Uh, Convoy um, countersued them and said, well, no, um, we're not bre- you, you can't say that we're breaching your contract. Your contracts are illegal because they contain all of these monopolistic and anti-competitive practices. You're trying to tell us not only what we can do with your data, but what we can do with our own data, who we can give it to, what kind of businesses we can build. Um, And so they sued each other. Then they both moved to dismiss the other's claims. And what happened last week was a judge finally ruled on those motions to dismiss. And the judge basically said, um, there were lots of problems with DAT's complaints. They uh, failed to allege all of the different elements of the, the torts that they were pursuing, ba- basically um, saying that they didn't, uh, you know, weren't specific enough about certain things, uh, didn't include certain things. And, and they allowed most of Convoy's complaints to go forward. Um, now, DAT still has the chance to amend their complaints. Um, so I don't, you know, the, the, the fact that, you know, six of DAT's complaints, um, sorry, five of the six of DAT's Plants were struck down, leaving only one left. It's not actually that significant because they still have a chance to redo them. But what's more significant is that the judge seemed pretty sympathetic to Convoy's claims that um, you know DAT is is stifling competition. Um, one, one of the big things at issue was this exclusivity contract, where if Convoy um, buys RateView from DAT, their, their trucking spot rates product, and they contribute their own rates to DAT to get a discount on that. DAT then says, well, you can't give your own rate data to any other person who would want to assess uh, trucking spot rates. Um, you know, and, and the judge seemed, seemed sympathetic to the idea that that's like unfairly stifling competition using these contracts and that, the, you know, that could be, um, anti-competitive practice that's prohibited under the Sherman Antitrust Act. So Convoy dropped its own load board two and a half years ago, Mm -hmm. Convoy for Brokers back in 2021, right? And at the time, people were kind of confused, like, is this the direct competition with DAT? But can it be seen for or said the same for every single load board that's out there? Or is it just because Convoy was previously a customer and then decided to go create their own load board? Yes. um, So it's interesting because it's not entirely... It, DAT is suing Convoy because Convoy signed a non-compete right. clause as part of their their deal with DAT. But what's at issue is DAT is accusing Convoy of using DAT's loads and DAT's rates to build Convoy's load board. And Convoy is saying that no, actually, um, you know, uh, we're not doing this. We're using our own stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and like, like it's not, we're not taking any trade secret. And the, I should say the other part about the, the trade secret claim was that um, DET is saying, you know, Convoy, you're, you're using 
this Lloyd information, you're using these rates, um, these are secrets, you're misappropriating trade secrets, and you've signed these confidentiality claims. And meanwhile, Convoy is saying, well, you, there's tons and tons of brokers that get to you know easily create an account, log in, start posting loads on DAT. None of this information is confidential or safeguarded. It can't be said to constitute a trade secret. Therefore, we're not you know, violating these trade secrets. So it's a little bit of back and forth. Um, you know, this happened last week. Uh, at the time, DAT had you know 14 days to respond and, and sort of redo some of their some of their complaints. But um, you know, all I think the big takeaway is that pretty much all of DAT's complaints could be moot if Convoy is correct that these contracts are illegal because mm-hmm. they're they're anti-competitive. So I think this kind of brings up a broader question of in a place where the industry is really about transparency and fairness and rate transparency, do places and situations like this kind of limit that transparency argument? You know, because it's like at the end of the day, is it maybe up to a broker to say, hey, you know what, I got this rate for this load. And like that's up to them to disclose. But is trans- true transparency coming when we're seeing all of this disclosure and just letting people use all the data that they can? Yeah, no, I mean, and that's that's uh, part of what Convoy is saying, and that's um, the judge picked up on that in her um, in her opinion by saying that, like, you know, the other the competing load boards, the people that would be competing with um, with DAT, people like, like Truckstop, for example, um, the you know sometimes in, in certain markets they can't offer uh, the quality or the coverage that DAT does because of these exclusivity things. And right. it's actually hurting the industry. It's hurting the quality of, of the competition. It's hurting the, the, the sort of the services that are available to people, to people in the industry. Um, you know, most brokers want to use, you know, multiple, multiple rates, uh, multiple rate assessors. They want to be able to, um, you know, know, knowing how, you know, the, they have different methodologies and they're constructed in different ways. They want to be able to play them off of each other and adjust, you know, what they're paying to their carriers based on that. So, I definitely think that um, you know it's uh, certainly to DAT's advantage to prevent any other um, load board or rate assessor from getting off the ground, but it's not necessarily in the industry's um, interest to, to allow them to do that. So you mentioned that now DAT has the option to go and kind of revise their claims. Do we know what this looks like as far as the timeline goes and what the next steps are? Yeah, they have. They should be um, filing something probably in the next week. Um, Hard to say when when the judge will will rule on that. Um, but the next phase of the trial will be discovery. So these motions to dismiss are kind of like your first crack at like getting the judge to reject the complaints, and that's they're based kind of on a purely legal type of understanding of what the complaint is. Like basically, like is what you're accusing the person of actually in violation of the law? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, did you actually manage to make a credible accusation? Um, then they'll go into the discovery phase where they'll be requesting documents from each other, trying to like prove that you know, these things actually happened. And then there will be the opportunity for um, summary judgment, which is then what you say is like, well, hey, given all this evidence that we've turned up, like they still can't prove, you know, they still have no chance of proving that we did this. Please, um, you know, reject, you know, get rid of get rid of these accusations. Right, and that's sort of the last really big. Um, series of motions that can affect the whole case before a trial would start. And so, you know, I, I think w- one of the big questions here is like, um, 
if this can, if the judge continues to be very sympathetic to Convoy's argument that DAT is engaging in anti-competitive practices, does DAT then say, "Hey, we don't want to risk a judgment that would make all of these exclusivity clauses, you know, invalid"? Mm-hmm. Like, please, like, can we settle this before it gets to that point? You know, they start calculating that risk. And right. Then the question is, like, how much does Convoy care? Do they care just about you know, winning for themselves? Do they care about winning for, you know, for, for every other broker yeah. for the industry? You know, and that's, th- th- that'll be um, definitely interesting to see how that, how that shakes out. Interesting for sure. Well, JP, thank you so much for joining us this morning on FreightWaves. Now you can go read that whole story up on FreightWaves.com. All right now we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more FreightWaves now in just a few minutes. 